This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. Good morning. You're listening to The Morning Run. I'm Melissa Idris with Tan Chung Han. It's 8.36 right now. And you know what? It's not been a good week for AMNO mm. Because on Wednesday, former party president Datuk Sri Najib Razak faced additional charges in court for money laundering. And this followed on the heels of AMNO's defeat over the weekend in the Sungai Kandis by elections. And now there seems to have been a series of remarks from different AMNO party leaders, all seemingly distancing themselves from Najib Raza and blaming his presence on the stump for the loss of Sungai Kandis. Now, is support for Najib Raza within AMNO party ranks wearing thin? And what does this mean for the party? Well, to help us unpack this, we have on the line with us Bridget Welsh, Professor of Political Science at John Cabot University in Rome. Good morning, Bridget. Thank you for joining us today. I'd like to begin with um, your thoughts on, on how you make um, what you make of pro- prominent party members voicing their dissatisfaction against Najib Razak. Well, I think this is not a new development. We saw this in terms of uh, the party election in June. Uh, there were those who wanted to distance themselves with Najib, with the, ultimately the warlords and the incumbents, uh, uh, keeping him on board in this idea of collective responsibility. But the individuals that are speaking out, people like Khaled Norton, uh, Juhari, um, uh, and Kyrie, they are actually been pushing for more severing of Najib's relationship with the party. And we have a situation now where in the history of UMNO, this is the first time that a person who has resigned uh, has actually stayed on to play such an active role in the, in the agenda. And at the same time, it's also the first time where someone is facing very serious charges. And I think many in the party recognize in terms of public engagement, Najib is actually a very serious liability for the party. And so this is a contestation that's happening within. They're trying to distance themselves from him and to move away from this idea that Najib was able to instill in the party of collective responsibility on issues of one MDB. Now, Bridget, so hearing all this pushback against the former Prime Minister, are these incidental or, again, do they signal and actually, you know, are swelling from the grassroots, you know, in, in terms of dissent towards their former party president? Look, in the uh, um, party election last in June, uh, there was an, an attempt to try to reform the party from the grassroots. It was in the middle ranks, and it was in the in the warlords that basically thwarted that revolt. Uh, now we see this continuing tension within the party itself. There are two sets of issues. One is Najib, in terms of his role and others. I think those that those many in the party see the fact they need distance themselves because he's the person who brought the party down, uh, and and he continues to bring it down in terms of issues of reputation and finance and others, or at least these perceptions among this group within the party. But the second issue, which is also connected to this, is the relationship between UMNO and PAS. And uh, what we see now is that uh, in Sungai Kandis, in uh, Sri Sitia, the, the by-election coming, that there is a relationship that the, the leadership is pushing for an, uh, uh, a kind of unspoken, un- unstated public relationship or alliance. Um, it's more kind of a, a, a pact uh, in the sense that they don't go against each other. And many within the party really are rejecting that, not only in PAS, but also in AMNO. So these two things are together. Bridget, so you said that Najib, uh, you know, Najib's role in the party has to be, I guess, looked at, reviewed, or, um, or I guess, redefined. Where do you see Najib's role in the party? I mean, he's still currently the Pakan Division Chief, so I'm sure he must command the support of his constituency there. 
well, I think he can see, he commands the, the support of the, the Omno delegates in Pekan. One can look at the results in the election and see that there, that he has had a very significant drop in political support. And I think if uh, you know if we look at the electoral record of Najib's tenure, both in 2013 and 2018, uh, there is no pre, uh, president of the party who has experienced the most drop in electoral support over two elections. Uh, in a, more, more so than Abdullah Badawi, more so than uh, Tukul uh, Abdul Rahman in the 1969 election. And so the, the people are looking at these numbers and recognizing that there is a, an alienation from large sections of the public. And Najib, Najib himself, he, he, draw, he basically is, a, is, a, a, is preventing the party from moving forward uh, in that context. So he, yes, he does, and he has a lot of support in the party. Uh, this is shown with what the results happened in the, in the June party elections. But there are large sections that also are rejecting that. And so this contestation is playing out in those remarks. Uh, and, and, and I think it will continue to do so because you're, the party is at a crossroads it's really, uh, uh, in terms of uh, in its, uh, its relationship with, with PAS uh, and, and dealing with the sets of issues uh, involving uh, Najib's leadership. Najib is continuing to define the party's narrative, that he participated in a by-election um, uh, after supposedly resigning as president has really... Uh, really alienated lots of the grassroots within the party itself. And keep in mind that the, uh, the GE14 election results was very much, a, 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 in some ways, an umno tsunami. Many branches left left the party yeah, and voted for Pakatan Harapan. And so there, people on the ground uh, are, are and, and leaders in UMNO recognize that this is actually something that's happening uh, within, the, within their political base, and they, they want to try to stop the erosion from the party's uh, support, not only within some of the leaders, but also within the grassroots. So, Bridget, just to explore that idea further, is a Najibless UMNO... Um, is something on the cards here. Can we start realistically talking about a Najibless Amno? And then, as an extension to that question, is a Najibless Amno a prerequisite for uh, some of these, uh, you know, defectors who have gone from Amno to Pakatan Harapan? Uh, you know, would that be warranted before they actually make that U-turn? I think it's a bit more complicated than those two questions. All right. I think first of all, uh, is Najibless Amno on the cards? I think. It's going to take a lot of time. Even uh, you know this this involves Najib not only stepping down from his divisional leadership, uh, but also uh, stepping down from his, from and resigning from the party completely. Uh, is is this likely to happen in the near future? No. Uh, and we saw that vis-a-vis what happened in terms of issues associated with um, uh, the party election, but. Uh, what will be interesting and what will be a, a, a catalyst in this regard is what happens with the, the legal cases involving Najib. Uh, I think there is now a recognition among some in UMNO that uh, it's better to 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 cut to basically cut the wound in the party early as opposed to wait till it continue to sever uh, uh, through through February and through next year when the legal cases play out. So, but this is not something that is actually um, uh, uh, that is that is not something unanimous uh, because what has happened in the in the kind of post uh, GE14 environment is that UMNO has adopted what I call the victimization mentality, a.k.a. the sense that they are being uh, attacked 
and Najib represents that. But he also is a lot capitalizes on a lot of the sentiment of traditional Amno supporters and members that they are being displaced, and that there is this kind of resentment. And this has really gone very close to the, uh, close to the ground. It's gained traction, um, and I think in some ways uh, there are people who support Najib support this idea of being able to perpetuate the sense that that the people are being uh, victimized within the party itself, and and this helps to keep some of the party together. So it's very difficult uh, um, from a perspective of strategy, from a perspective of uh, sentiments, uh, and, for, and perspective of, 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 of institutional power within the party to make that uh, break with Najib um, uh, move forward. <laughs> Uh, and then the question also becomes, uh, what does the party become um, post that? And, of course, this, this raises the questions of Ahmed Zahid Hamidi's leadership, um, and, which, of course, he has not been able, Zahid has not been able to come out of the shadow of, of um, Najib in any sort of meaningful way. Um, at the, and I think in part because he's tainted by this at the relationship. And then, of course, all of these things speak to the questions of the practices that actually allow these things within AMNO to gain traction, the money politics, the feudalism, the sense of, uh, of not chal- uh, uh, challenging leadership, uh, the, the weakening of party organs, the potential of the sense of abuse of power within positions. Uh, the, the, these involve changing the normative uh, values within the party. These are not easy in any form or fashion. Bridget, thank you so much for sharing your thoughts with us. That was Bridget Welsh, Professor of Political Science at John Cabot University in Rome. We'll be back with a look at the local business scene after this, so stay tuned on BFM 89.9. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.